Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Rock Your Life. This is a weekly show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear, and transforming your life into something more amazing than you ever dreamed. I'm your host, Amy Edwards. I'm a musician, author, radio host, podcaster, DJ, mom, and I'm a transformational expert and coach. I'm all about rocking the hell out of life. What qualifies me to talk about this, you ask? Well, I took up music, specifically rock and roll, and I learned the guitar and began to sing around the age of 40. I'm 47 now. I wrote and recorded and released albums and numerous singles in the last few years. And doing this really pushed me to learn so much about overcoming fear through getting on stage and dealing with failure in my 40s and setting goals, building habits, and just embracing real vulnerability. It also pushed me to awaken in my own spiritual life, and that's just something I cannot stop working on. I believe that my true purpose is to share what I've learned and continue to learn with others who want to go next level in their lives. So if you're interested in stepping into the spotlight more in your own life and getting past obstacles and fear, then that's what we're all about here. There's practical advice for your daily life, for achieving goals, habit building, and for branding, and for just becoming better in every way possible, because I want us all to get better together. The show is an hour long and divided into four segments with a focus each week. This week, our focus is joy. First, I talk about this week's topic and talk about what I've learned. Next, I do an interview. And today we're going to talk to John Dulworth, certified professional coach and one of my favorite people. He's coached me as well over the years, and I just love him. Our third segment is our affirmation segment called Go Aff Yourself with the founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner. I'm huge on affirmations and saying them out loud, so we choose one to work on every week. And fourth, I'm joined by my collaborative partner and certified brand consultant and co-owner of Velvet Cartel Content creation Bijou Finney and we discuss practical tips and strategies to build your brand and take charge of your habits and you probably know this already but when you commit to do the work on a topic like one we discuss on this show get ready the universe will show you what you need to learn and grow and growth can be painful (laughs) but if we want to rock life then bring it on am I right (laughs) okay let's do this let's rock Joy. Oh, I thought this one was going to be just like fun, easy, coasting along. (laughs) You know, it wasn't for me. Never is. Jill and I recorded early and I thought the week was just laughter and fun. And I thought my Valentine's week would be all joy. And a lot of it was. I ended up filling in for our main host, J.B. Hager at Austin 360 Radio with his co-host, Whitney Straub, who I just love. Whitney was our first guest on this show when we did Rock Your Fear. If you want to check that out, the interview was incredible. Anyway, I was lucky. I laughed a lot with her and had joy come my way in a lot of different ways this week. But, but, of course, I was still a little stuck. I wasn't feeling well in a super weird way at the beginning of the week. And in relation to that, I became very teary. I was crying at everything. I kind of still am at the end of the week. My emotions are just running high. And I saw someone over the weekend, that person that I've talked about who hung up the phone on me and hurt me, um, that kind of affected me because there was no 
acknowledgement then of my existence even or an apology or anything really. And I just had emotions come up. It was just a big mixed bag of emotions because on the flip side of that was an amazing dinner with a beautiful girlfriend, another amazing dinner with an old boyfriend that I hadn't really talked to in 30 years. Wild. Plus, Valentine's is a single woman with my kids, which I cherished doing that and hanging in that space with my kids. I hoped maybe some surprise flowers would show up or something, but you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, glass half full. Anyway, early in the week, I'm in this weird headspace. I'm not feeling well. Like I thought maybe I had vertigo or something. I was kind of dizzy. And when I turned my head, things were off and whirly and it was very off-putting. It was hard to concentrate and I was worried about it. And I was sitting in my car and had a low moment on Monday. Listen. It's Monday and I'm just... um feeling really weird. I don't know what's up with me. I just feel lightheaded and strange and started last night and I kept crying. I just, I'm supposed to be focusing on joy this week and uh, I'm not sure how to even find it right now. I don't feel joyful. Um, I don't know if it's the full moon. I don't know what it is, but I just feel a little stuck in a weird space. I got too hung up on that person and I cannot get it out of my head and it's a struggle for some reason and to get out of that hole and and I don't know, I don't understand it and I want to like put on this show where, you know, I'm like this person that, you know, like wants to lift others up and bring, um, you know, joy and like how to find it. And then here I struggle with it. And I, it's hard for me to be honest about that on here because, you know, what if I'm letting people down? <laughs> I don't want to let anybody down. You know, and I kind of feel like I am, but I have to go in and fill in for one of my coworkers today and be up and, you know, find somewhere, find um, a way to be on the radio and have it together. And so I don't want to fake it, but I feel like I'm going to have to. And maybe if we fake it, we can find it, you know, and they say fake it till you make it. I hate that phrase for some reason. I don't even know why, but um, maybe, maybe there's a way. Anyway, I just don't know why, like I'm crying every, every few minutes. Last night during the Oscars, I think I cried like 15 times and I just couldn't stop. Like, I don't know what it was. And even the smallest thing, I just would suddenly like break down after my friends left. And it's just weird. Anyway, um, I drank some alcohol this weekend. I probably shouldn't have. I could be paying a price for that, but I don't know what's causing this lightheaded, weird feeling. So anyway, you know, I know that I'm not perfect and I want to be real and show that I have those moments too, where I don't have these things mastered in any way. I think though, that I also put some pressure on myself, like I said in that clip to help people and say, Oh, this is how you do it. 
as if I have it all figured out. Give me a break. But maybe the best thing I can do is to show my own pressure and my own struggles and be honest in that space. And I'm just going to have to choose to trust that that is what I'm supposed to do, you know? And on that note, I've found that I've gotten more honest in all aspects of my life. Even when I go to like text someone something or tell someone something, I check myself that I'm not crafting it in some sort of way, but rather taking a moment being really real and honest, not preparing it to what I think it should be. And it truly makes me feel better holding myself to that standard of honesty, not only in that way, but here on this show, like I know I'm not perfect and I want to reveal that and show you that we're all a work in progress. Wouldn't I, and wouldn't it be damn annoying if I was all joy and it came really easy? <laughs> okay, but back to joy. After recording that voice memo, I had a thought. The thought was, what if I need to release this to get joy? What if release is part of it? Release and vulnerability and honesty and candor. Does that make space for joy? I was already using the affirmation for this week, which was I welcome joy. And I thought about it just in that new way. Like how do we make space for joy to truly welcome it? Maybe that's what I was doing. I'm making space in every other way of my life. Why should this be any different? I mean, my love life has plenty of freaking space in it right now, <laughs> as does my bank account. So come on, like, come on in. Welcome. Plenty of room. Move around. Make yourself at home. I also recognize the irony, or maybe I should say the challenge of studying joy while wrapping up my divorce in the same week that would be our 10th wedding anniversary, which would have been Valentine's Day. And when I went to dinner with my beautiful friend, she asked me, we talked a little bit about joy and she asked me, what brings you joy? And I was struck by the fact that I couldn't just answer that. I had to think about it. And I did come up with an answer or some answers, but the fact that I had to think about it pushed me this week to be way more conscious about joy. So it was just another new way to think about this. I also questioned a pattern I have of putting my joy in someone else's hands, which she and I talked about too. And I think in relationships or when you're with other people, that is something that we have to pay attention to and something that I've been learning over and over and over with relationships, that it's in my hands, not to forget about it. So in listening back this week, I was really moved to hear how differently all the approaches were on joy between our guests, John Dulworth, Jill and Bijou, like all so different, but so very important. Jill and I talked a lot about laughter and we laughed a lot before coming to this week's affirmation of I welcome joy. And as Jill put it so well, she said, we need this one because sometimes people shut off before they even have the opportunity to feel it. How many times have you done that? I know I have. And we talked about the fact that then, you know, you aren't disappointed, perhaps. And because then maybe you don't have anything to complain about. <laughs> and Bijou brought the idea of celebration to the table this week with a, just a great segment on business. And I love, love the idea she had on celebration and joy. And she said, quote, if you don't take the time to celebrate even the little things, you don't truly have authentic joy in your work and what you do. And we also talk about the idea of conditionality within joy, like, oh, I'll feel joy when X happens or whatever condition you're putting on it. We can't wait. All we have is now. And that was a, that was a good lesson for me in a lot of ways this week. Uh, our interview this week, which we're about to listen to, this is my former life coach. His name is John Dulworth. He's a certified life coach based in New York City, and he coaches by phone a lot. If you're interested, he's amazing and wise and funny. And... He's our first guest on this show who is a man. So I was really excited that it was him. 
he has incredible things to share on joy, which is at the heart of what he does, helping people become more joyful all the time. We get into joy versus happiness versus enthusiasm. And he also tells us what we can do to start a joy practice in our lives and make it a habit. How awesome, right? It's all coming up. And remember, you can find him on Facebook, John Dulworth, D-U-L-W-O-R-T-H, or at johndulworth.com. So without any further ado, let's rock some joy. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get some joy up in this bitch, Johnny D. All right. I'm ready to talk some joy with you. I'm, I mean, yeah. like, I'm so stoked. So you had done a post on Facebook, and yeah. um, that, and I think that kind of got me thinking about it. And I've been doing these podcasts, and they're like, um, they're just like, I'll, I'll be like fear. And then I have to like get these lessons from the universe on fear, you know? So I was like, <laughs> I want to spend time in joy for the week. And Yay. so, yeah, I know. Yeah. Of course I still got like hard lessons this week, but, but you know, I was like, who is so joyful that uh, I want to talk to you? And I thought oh. about that post and I just thought about you. So I'm so happy you said yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And I wonder which post you're referring to. There's one where I actually called out joy. I think um, it was that one. I think it was okay. that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, well, um, that's the one that had me thinking differently about joy. So That's what I want so, to talk about. Let's talk about perfect. it. So, first off, you're a certified professional coach. You're based in New York City, but you do, you do consult with people over the phone all the time, right? All the time. That is my primary business is my uh, one-on-one practice with clients all over the nation. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, help, and, and if I had to sum it up, what do I do? I help people lead more joyful lives. I guess at the end of the day, that's what I do. That is the goal. Oh my God. That's That's just perfect. Yes. Um, (laughs) So uh, let's talk about what came up initially. I wanted to twofold, I guess what came up initially when I brought this up to you and then what you were saying about thinking about joy in a different way. Like I want, I really want to know about that. Well, they're, they're kind of the same thing. So because I had just, I was exploring this, concept of what to do when we're faced with a challenge and how we can take the challenges of of our life. Um, You and I probably talked about this years ago, that everything serves to wake us up. Oh, big time. Mm -hmm. Especially the shitty stuff. Everything serves to wake us up, especially that the the bad stuff, the stuff that we want to push away from. So I had been thinking about the challenges in my own life that I face personally, but that we all face every day and really have for the last 10 years have worked with a perspective that life happens for me and not to me, that everything that I'm dealing with is a part of my path. A lot of different ways to say it. The obstacle is the way is often the way some people talk about it. I can't hear that enough. Like I have to keep hearing that and keep reminding myself of that. And I completely agree. Yeah. that no matter what it is, mm-hmm. it the we have a choice, and the choice is either we just you know get buried under it and hate it and resist it and run screaming from it or blow it up, or we can take a beat and smile and turn towards it and realize that whatever it is, it's a chance to do our deeper work, and if we do it, we can wake up a little bit more. We can maybe be a little bit more liberated and live a more stable, fulfilling life. 
in writing about this and exploring the concept of life happening for me and not to me, I stumbled on a quote. And the quote got me thinking differently about joy. And so the quote was from a Buddhist monk whose name I will butcher if I try to pronounce it. Um, oh, come on, you, please. <laughs> I, I can't. Okay. I can tell you his last name, but it's the same last name so many of them to get, Rinpoche. Okay. But his first two names are, wow, they're tough. I can send you them if you want to put them in liner notes or something. Well, yeah, we'll put it in the notes for sure. Okay. I'll send you the whole quote. It's a longer quote. But in that quote, he says about facing the obstacles in our life, he says, he says uh, try to feel joy when facing difficulties. I mean, so I'm working with this concept and have been for a decade about um, seeing obstacles as a way to wake up. He's saying, and I've found this to be true, that when faced with an obstacle, try to, like, my verb would be conjure up a sense of joy when you're facing something difficult. How? And I was like... Yeah. Keep, keep talking. You, keep talking. I was, I was like, what? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. It, was, it was good to hear that, but it is also true in my experience that after training myself to see things this way, I do start to get a little excitement when I'm like, oh, yeah, I can work with this, whatever it is. I think that's the it. Situation. I, the situation. The situation. But I think what you just said is like the key. You have to train yourself. Because I was in a situation the other day. I, I wouldn't say I'm not training myself for these things, but I was in a situation the other day where I really like couldn't remember how to find the joy at that particular moment. And I think that people mm. probably run into that, you know, and I think it's just like everything else. It's a freaking practice, right? Yep. Yep. I think the way to answer that question, how do you find a joy in a particular challenging situation is you start with curiosity. And before you can get to curiosity, maybe you start with the awareness that, Ooh, I'm stumbling into something difficult. <laughs> just that awareness. Then, if you recognize, oh, I'm in a difficult situation, then you can maybe ask yourself the question, oh, how might I use this to my benefit, whatever that shitty situation is. And then from there, just the realization that I can use it is like a doorway to joy. And practiced enough, the joy starts to come right there with the curiosity. Now, really difficult situations it's sometimes hard to access them so yeah. you don't wait for the really big stuff to practice you use the stub your toe left your purse at home lost your keys <laughs> you know missed the red light red light well you use the little thing that barista at starbucks got your order wrong or called you janet when they shouldn't or i don't know whatever the stuff that the little prickly things you practice and you practice and you practice and then there's sort of it accumulates and then you can use it on the big stuff. Well, so I would say start practice small and get and and then work up to the big stuff. Well, how do you do it? Where where what is what is it when you stub your toe or actually hurt yourself or or have those things happen? Like how what what does that look like in actuality if you're finding the joy in that moment? Okay. You don't at first right first you first you utter like some things that have to believe right now you're like yeah yeah okay yeah yeah you Mm -hmm. first you have those experiences and you probably have a bunch of those experiences before you start to say oh maybe there's a different way to do this maybe Mm -hmm. there's a maybe i don't have to be irritated all the time and so 
maybe what happens is you listen to a podcast one day and you hear some guy across the nation talking about finding joy in the unexpected uh, uh, challenges of life. And you start to think, hmm, I wonder how I'd do that. So you, you, you live most of your life or a lot of your life not knowing you can, you have this option. And then somebody introduces the concept to you or like me, you stumble on it yourself just because you get tired of being pissed all the time. <laughs> so you start to wonder if there's another way to do things. And then, so the idea is given to you. Now you got to figure out how to apply it to daily living. Um, the easiest thing for me to do and when I'm trying to get a new habit in my life is I write that sucker down on a post-it note. Yes. We're all about post-it and, notes here. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You just so you, so for me, the original, I call it a slogan, the original slogan that was given to me, which in a slogan is akin to a mantra. Uh, so, and you use it in a similar way. So the slogan came to me, life happens for you and not to you. And I was like, doink, that's awesome. And I understood it intuitively. Um, Life is not about a battle that you're slogging through. It's it's from a different perspective, this benevolent force life is that that is here working with you to wake you up. So I loved that slogan, life happens for me and not to me. I wrote it down on a piece of paper and I looked at it all the time. Now, I wasn't using the obstacles in my life very effectively at that time, if at all. But somehow that those words written on that post-it note seeped into my brain. And I found myself saying them to other people, sharing them with clients, in my case, clients, writing about it in my journal. I kept exploring this really freaking cool concept that turned my whole experience of life kind of upside down. Just in sitting with the, the slogan or the mantra, over time I began to intuit how to use it. All of a sudden I'd be in, in a difficult situation and that slogan would pop up in my head. Remember, John, life happens for you, not to you. So I'd find myself being a victim, which is life happening to me. I'd hear that slogan and I'd start to get curious. Yeah. So it you kind of got to live with the concept before it becomes activated in your life. I find you that gotta, yeah, I find you that very find true. That true. I do yeah. absolutely. Um, and one uh, thing I wanted to ask you too, in relation to this, was um, well, in relation to joy. You know, at the beginning when you said you you kind of get excited that you have a moment where you go where you recognize, oh, I, now I have a chance to practice this right that I've been yeah. thinking about. Yeah. Um, that led me to think about enthusiasm. Because mm, I think another great word, love it, that word. Isn't that a great word? I'm. I've been uh, into enthusiasm. I dated someone recently, and like, I guess you could say we did. I don't know what in the world, but there was like this <laughs> lack. I know there was like this lack of enthusiasm that was kind of. Once I recognized it, it was like unbearable because I'm the type of person that gets excited about everything. And I just got yeah. to thinking about enthusiasm kind of in a lot of different ways. So that's why I just thought of it just now, too, because like I really enjoy being enthusiastic about things. I get super excited. And uh, and I know you do, too. And like, um, yeah. you know, it's it's a good space to be in. And I think that there is like that excitement and that enthusiasm. And it's inherently maybe tied up with joy. Do you think? Yeah, I think that enthusiasm and joy live. I think they're different, but I think that how are they? I'm, how are they different too? Like, well, so I think 
they probably sit close to each other, but joy to me is this deep sort of well of energy that is can be cultivated and joy is like this internal experience that is cultivated by getting to know myself and by working, in this case, working with the obstacles in my life to continue to grow and become more of the man I want to be on the planet. Joy is this. Joy is not transient. We were going to maybe compare happiness and joy, which we can get to, but I think of happiness is a little bit more transient and joy goes with me everywhere. I have to Oh, I love it. that. It's I love that. Yeah. yeah. It goes with you ever absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What a great happiness way to put it. is some happiness is something that I get triggered into. Mm-hmm. In other words, I can I can hit a string of red light excuse me, a string of green lights <laughs> on the way to the airport and I'll be like, Oh, that makes me happy. You know right. that sort of externally stimulated experience. Joy is something that's internal that I consciously cultivate like a houseplant. I love it. Help it to thrive and grow. Now, enthusiasm is less, I think it's less of a constant state. It's something that I tap into. I think I can tap into both, but enthusiasm, I call on it in a certain situation or I feel it settle in when everything has lined up and I'm attacking a, uh, a project or I'm creating a vision for my Saturday, and I get enthusiastic about it. So maybe it's maybe I, it's uh, like an maybe it's like an external expression of joy. Maybe that's too. I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe it is. Um, <laughs> maybe it is. I like it. <laughs> I think they're both fuel. I yeah. think enthusiasm is a signal to me that I'm in alignment with my thinking. With, let me back it up. Enthusiasm is a is an um, is an, ex, an experience where I'm aligned with my beliefs, my thoughts, and my actions. Like when those three things get lined up, I get super enthusiastic. Right on. I'm like and and I follow the enthusiasm. When I'm feeling enthusiastic, I know to keep going. Probably yeah. joy has a similar application, but I keep seeing like joy as this deep, deep well. I love yeah. that. I think that is what where we are in this episode too. It is like discovering that it is really just like it is an inner like it is it is the work that you do to find that inner something, that inner that inner Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. well John, we're out of time. And what do you I want to ask you just the last thing is, you know, what do you want to share? Is there anything else that you want to add to this before we sign yeah. off? Make it a practice. And how do you make it a practice? Take that quote, life happens for me and not to me, and write about it in a journal. And then you could take, you could turn, you could create a joy practice where each day you looked back at the day before and you said, where did I use the obstacles in my life to help me grow and evolve? And where did I forget to do it? What do I have in front of me today? And how might I use those obstacles or those challenges as a place to grow and evolve? So, and I'll train myself each time I see an obstacle to, to get excited about it, which is another word for joy. If you use a journal practice like that, first turn it into a project and then use your journal to track and project how you might deal with challenges, track how you dealt with them, project how you might deal with them, then it starts to get some feet under it. You don't have to be just 
cross your fingers and hope you figure it out. You're rather using the written word to support you in getting to where you want to go. I think that's fantastic advice, and I can't wait to do it. So I'm, yes. I'm excited. Thank you so much, John. You know, you're the first dude we've had on uh, on Back oh, Your Life. I know. Mm-hmm. You like crossing well, a milestone. I'll come back. I'll come back anytime. Give me a word, and I'll and I'll explore it with you. Joy, enthusiasm, it. happiness, whatever. Well, everything you write is so beautiful. I encourage people to follow you on Facebook or uh, go you. to your website, johndolworth.com. I will have yeah. links up and anything I forgot? Anything else? Nope, that's it. Man, I'll I love you. you. This, I'll send you this quote. I love you, Do. too. I love you so much, and thank you so much for doing this. You're welcome. Bye. Faulkner. Hello. <laughs> You're just saving your British. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know what? Everybody needs a catchphrase or something like that. <laughs> a general greeting is my catchphrase. What have you, what have you ended up telling me one day and you were like, actually I do all my affirmations in a British accent. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. And I might start doing that. Do it this week. Just do all your affirmations in a British accent. This is a great idea. I don't, I don't even know how to start that I can't I don't know how to say I am in a British accent I am I am yeah I I don't know I am joy I don't know I don't know either but you work on that because I want to hear it next time okay yes because actually I'm gonna have a surprise for you next week and then you're gonna surprise me by saying all your affirmations in a British accent okay so joy yes okay so you know as we've progressed through these weeks, I have rough weeks sometimes mm-hmm. because I'm really exploring these things and I get just like the universe just pounding me a little bit like, oh, you want to rock this? Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> anyway, so, so joy makes me really happy that we came up with this. Who knows what the universe will throw at me, but I don't care. I'm going to spend time studying joy and how it reflects in your life and bringing more joy Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't think of anything that makes me happier. So um, anyway, Joy, you um, initially, because we didn't really have a theme for this week, and you and I brainstormed this one. And um, I like how they just sort of come naturally, you know. And so what made you think about, because you said laughter at mm-hmm. first, and I was like, that does, rock your laughter doesn't quite work, but rock your joy completely does. So yeah. what, what made you think of laughter? Just, just laughing. Oh, it feels so good to laugh. We started. I love, la- we started this episode. With laughing I too. love laughing so Dude, much. Dude, laughing's the best. Oh my gosh! So I've been doing this improv class. That's um, right, and and that's like I'm that has given me one. so much joy. Um, also because I try like French accents in gib- or gibberish French accents. And Can I hear it? I no, because it's I don't even know how. Oh okay. Um, and so <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so I that's why I do the improv is because I still feel insecurity around that. Like it's oh, like to, I, to, I to bust it out like that. Yeah, like I can't do it or I don't know what I'm doing, and so I just I feel un, unequipped. But have you watched that movie? Uh, don't think twice. No. Okay, watch that. Okay. Right. But that's why I did the class was because I want to keep practicing these things, like knowing that it would happen. I'm doing it because I've been thinking about it for years and it's way outside my comfort mm-hmm. zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they say that improv classes 
make you better at everything in your life mm-hmm. business relating to people I, like it's a, the, it's supposed to like be one of these things that benefits you in always yeah did you know that um yes but i why are you even taking it though i mean for funsies just for fun my friend is the teacher okay and i just have a great time because we just laugh yeah. and <laughs> explore and play and it just is so joyful and so, so awesome. it's just laughing is the best. That's so awesome. Yeah. And it, uh, God, if you're not laughing, then I mean, oh my God. it just could then be you're so dismal. Go away. I uh. mean, there are serious times, right? And um, But generally, like, I just, I love clever people. Um, Me you too. Know, farts are still funny. I'm juvenile. You I'm know, super juvenile. And like, sex jokes are st- funny. To, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just, I love laughing. And it just feels so joyous to be in that place. And I just want to be there a lot. Me too. Oh, what a good week to spend space in this. And two, because, you know, I study it like the week before. Mm-hmm. So so focusing on this through Valentine's and stuff is, makes me happy. It's like... Yes, you know, like, because I think we can maybe, you know, as single girls, mm-hmm. just be a little bit like, aw shucks or something. Yeah, there's you know? definitely that moment um, for the last 35 years of never having a Valentine. I've had some moments of, um... <laughs> oh, come on. Shucks. You've I've had... never had a Valentine. What? Yeah. Yep. The one boyfriend I had, I broke up with the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah, a little heartbreaker. But um, why'd you do that? Oh my gosh, he was horrible. Oh well, then good. Yeah, he gave me a um, for Valentine's Day uh, the book Mouse, which was a graphic novel about a family uh, during the Holocaust. I know that book because allegedly I had maybe mentioned at one time I was into World War Two or the Holocaust. So that's or what he something? gave you for Valentine's—a Holocaust book about a mouse. Yeah, dude. And I is it? Is it a, it's a graphic novel. Yeah. yeah. And I got us like a couple's massage and we went into New York City. <laughs> Dumped his butt, please. He was also like narcissistic and it was a terrible relationship, but it's fine. Um, but you have these Oshucks moments. <laughs> I, I'm imagining you <laughs> opening that book. Like, tell me just l- real quick. Oh, just... gosh, I'm I'm back in my room opening the book. <laughs> but and and I was, was he just looking like, at you expectantly? Yeah. And he was like <clears throat> excited about it. Oh, maybe yeah. he thought he nailed it for you. No, I think it was really about him. Really? Oh, yeah. Most gift giving is interesting. I I feel like I've taken on kind of the thing of that gift giving is not my love language, but most of the time gift giving is about the person giving the gift, not the person receiving the gift. Oh, shoot. Man. Or just something to think about. Uh, well, I consider myself a really good gift give- mm-hmm. giver. I take pride in it. But maybe it's like to reflect back on me to be like, look how great I know you. Look, I'm the best maybe. friend you've got. Look how good I did. But <gasps> I could, I might uh, also use that as a crutch because gift of giving is not my love language. And it's not something I do. Um, and sometimes I feel bad about that. I'm really, Because we put a lot of gifts. pressure on gift giving, I think. Uh-huh. Um as like a to show and I'm I'm a uh, people think I'm words of affirmation which is partly true um but I am quality time okay yeah I'm a little bit of everything I yeah. can't even pick one but I really do like gifts and if someone gives me thoughtful gifts pff, total win usually they don't 
I mean, and just a word to the wise, if anybody's listening, don't give me a gift card. That pisses me off. I hate gift cards. That's gifts. <laughs> just FYI. They're the, like the most thoughtless thing. It's like, they do not bring oh, you joy. Okay. You just really couldn't come up with anything. All right. I know you like Guitar Center or whatever the hell. I'm like, okay. Anyway, not a fan of those. But <laughs> this was an aside. I should be joyful about them. I mean, she's yeah. like, somebody's giving me a gift. I need to just quit being so a may- bitch. And so maybe this is like you shift from things that you would maybe be annoyed by to find the joy. Like, where, can we find the joy in traffic? Turn, sure. Turn on some tunes, put on your favorite songs, and, yeah. you know, have a karaoke session. I know. When my daughter was like two or three, she we were in traffic. She had fallen asleep. We were on I-35. We were just stuck. And she woke up, and she, my oldest, and she was like, looks around, she was like, Mom, look at all these cars. And I was like, I know, honey, it's called traffic. And she was like, I like it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, it's so cute. She was just That's like. That's amazing. Yeah. She, she liked it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like I think the joy is just, I just find myself smiling. Yeah. Joy is just a wonderful thing. So joy is a regular in my, in my affirmation mm-hmm. rotation. Oh, my affirmation rotation. Nice. Um, I say, well, you know, I'm addicted to that book, Happy Pocket Full of Money. Mm-hmm. And if you flip through that book, it's just throughout the entire book, it just says, I am wealth, I'm abundance, I'm joy. And um, interspersed just between paragraphs, just everywhere. It must say it. It must say it hundreds of times in that book. And so I say every single one out loud and I read a few pages every day. So I end up saying that out loud and I've put those in my regular AF rotation. So yeah, um, I say I am joy all the time. And then you No, I find joy and I just, I feel like I am joy. Yeah. You just focus on. Yeah. Um, I get that. And then like you bring that to other people. I hope so. And that's what, I mean, you do for me. Thank you. Certainly. Thank um, you. And so I try not to take anything too seriously, too. Yeah. It's, it's a rare moment that I take something too seriously, you know, which I think, you know, can bother some people sometimes. Like, I think that uh, my oldest daughter's dad, mm-hmm. like, I think it kind of, he, he doesn't think I take things seriously about her. But I'm like, it's one class and she's in ninth grade is that really gonna I don't even remember what I took in ninth grade mm-hmm. you know like yeah. the things I remember about ninth graders what you know so I just tend to look at the bigger picture I think and that that makes you lighten up yeah and, and I mean and too in the world that we live in with all all the things happening mm-hmm. and going on and all the negative and not just negative, but all the really devastating things that are happening to our Mother oh, Earth, totally. to people. Oh, to like to sex trafficking animals, and just everything. All the things. Mm-hmm. You know, there is still joy to be found. And I hope people feel okay to seek it out and to let it into their life. Well, because there's, yes. what else can you do? You know, like I'm, I'm not... In Congress, I can, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I can vote and, and whatnot, but, um, you know, I can still laugh today mm-hmm. at a funny joke or. And there's that whole thing about, um, you, you know, you can't have the dark without the light or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like we have to have all those things to experience the opposite, yeah. you know, because otherwise it would just be one thing and you wouldn't even know what it was. Right. And and the more that we connect with ourselves, 
and have this relationship with ourselves, the easier the dark times are to navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, at least it has been that for me. Yeah. So, okay, we're at our, already at eleven minutes. What's what's our affirmation going to be this week? I mean, I am joy is is. I definitely simple, use that pretty one. straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even well welcoming joy. Ooh, right? sometimes people I welcome joy. I, I sometimes know some I think need to welcome some joy. Yeah, like sometimes I think people just shut off before they even have the opportunity to mm-hmm. feel it. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Because then again, it gives them nothing to complain about, and it gives them nothing to be happy about. Right, and that's I mean that's just a cycle. But yeah, yeah. I mean I welcome joy. Yeah, and not allowing yourself to feel joy means that you're never disappointed, perhaps, or some, mm, something of that mm, effect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does that make sense for you? Yes. Yeah, so I think that there's, there's a way that people can hold themselves back yeah. for that. And also for the sake of other people. I, find, I used to do that. I don't anymore. Um, where I would, if I was in a good mood and I was talking to somebody that was not in a good mood... Um, you know, we've talked about this. Too. Yeah, like I just I can't down. take it on any anymore mm-hmm. um, for other people. So I'm going to continue to feel joy and, and be myself, um, you know, sensitively in response to their yeah. situation um, and trying to bring joy to the situation. But that's but yeah, you don't want to like dim your light. Exactly. Um, mine manifests a lot in enthusiasm, and I get really excited just about everything, mm-hmm. and I like that about myself I just do I'm in just I'm just excited I'm enthusiastic and like about little things I remember someone gave me when I moved into my place it was nearly two years ago and he gave me one of those things that um I kind of wanted one because my light bulbs were really high up you've been to my place yeah and uh he gave me one of those extender things with like a suction cup on it so you could and like I love like tools and gadgets and stuff. Yeah. If you get me a gift, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it won't be from I, me. Yeah. Um. So I and then you know you twist it and you can do the lights. And yeah. Then the, and then you can take the attachments off or whatever. Anyway, he gave me that, and I mean like I just remember his reaction to my reaction because I didn't realize I was doing it. I was so excited. I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, like laughing. I was like, this is so great. And he, he just started laughing and he was like, Oh my God, your reaction to this thing. And I was like, dude, it's really, it's so, I'm so excited. Yeah. (laughs) I would have reacted the same way. yeah, Yeah. It was just great. Now that was a good gift. So, um, Unfortunately, he's history, but <laughs> it happens. But you can change your light bulb. So <laughs> we are grateful to him for that. And you know what? When I use that thing, I still kind of giggle at my own enthusiasm about yeah. that silly product. But it's just it's just allowing yourself to be, I think there's a vulnerability in it. And just to mm-hmm. be vulnerable enough in that space to just be like excited. And a lot of people are just too cool to be excited. Mm. And I, yeah, I, I find myself seeing joy in or feeling joy in the smallest of things and the biggest of things. Yes. And I'm just excited about other people Mm -hmm. and all sorts of things, big, small, whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're about out of time. Okay. Okay. So I welcome joy. Yes. I love that one. That got me so joyful and excited about it. I love it. Just being open to it. Like let's let it in. Welcome it in. Let it in. Uh, Okay. Good. We did it. I welcome Joy. Yes. Jill Faulkner, you can find her everywhere at stickwithit.co. That's online or on Instagram. Yes. 
right? We're not doing your personal Instagram. No, there's not much there anyway. Okay, cool. Yeah, go find it. Stick with it. All right, everybody. Go after yourself. Go after yourself. Go after yourself. Do it now. Go. Go after yourself. Just pause this and ask. Okay, are you ready to talk about joy? Yes. Joy to the world. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it like with branding and business and stuff. And I was just thinking about like, there's so, like, I think like there's so much need for joy in your brand. Like if you have a business and like all these big corporations, they're f- joyless. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, the Monsantos of the world or whatever they are, there ain't no joy. And I don't even know if those CEOs raking in all that money are really have any joy when they're in their private jet. I mean, not in work, we probably. We like to think they don't. We, yeah, we yeah. hope that they don't. But I mean, they probably not in their offices. No, and like just not in what they're putting in the world. Like, is there joy? Like, don't you think that? It's so much, it's just, no, it's not even a matter of opinion. Of course you think this, that it's so much more rewarding to have joy in your brand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, so in regards to joy in business, I wanted to bring up the time that just recently, you know, Art Markman, um, he's uh, an NPR guy, uh, two guys on your head. No idea. Oh my God. You have what? to listen. He's Art fantastic. Markman. Yeah, he was a, he was a psychologist in uh, our documentary, The Gentleman oh, Driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. so he's super duper smart. He's a UT professor. And, yes, I remember. Yeah. Anyway, he came and spoke at this thing that I had him do recently, and he was talking about every single day people go to work and they are um, basically avoiding issues. And there's a big difference between at the end of the day, you sigh a a sigh of relief that you avoided or put out a bunch of fires. And then there's also uh, this sigh of like happiness and like purposefulness. Fulfillment. Fulfillment. And um, he said, if you don't have a good balance, then you don't have the stamina to, to last, especially as an entrepreneur. And he brought up the fact that he came to the movie premiere and he was like, geez, why do they do this big party? And then he realized, oh, you know what? This is four years of work ending with a party, right? Because if you don't take time to celebrate these little things, you don't truly have authentic joy in your work and what you do. Ooh, oh, I like what you're where you're going with this, taking time to celebrate. Yeah, so that's the thing is like, mm-hmm. Gratitude equals joy. Yes. That everyone at this point should know that. That mm-hmm. that joy is this, like, if it's this elusive thing that you're always thinking, I'll be happy, I'll find joy when I get this yeah, and but when that's I get happy there. And that's external. And I yeah. think, like, in the whole episode with the other interviews, we've been talking about that internal mm-hmm. thing, right? So. Well, and that's the thing, is that if you're always going after that carrot and you're always thinking into the future and you're not joyful and like have gratitude for this moment then it's it's a it's a huge issue right because mm-hmm. it's compounded like the more joy I feel now and the more joy I choose to feel right now because I'm grateful for my right now the more that I'm going to feel joy when I finally do get these goals that I want but if I'm constantly thinking that I won't be happy until I get this or that 
then you're going to have issues because then you think about the people that are like, I want this job. I want this money. I want this person. And then they get all of that. And then within a month or two or a year or two, they're like, well, there's this issue with this job and this issue with this person. And yeah, maybe money doesn't buy happiness, right? So it's got to be in the moment. And if you're just constantly worried about other things or constantly just getting by and you're not taking time to celebrate small successes, then you're not going to have joy. Like, I, I think it was like the other day, Drew had something to celebrate and I came in all excited with like champagne and I was like, yay! And he was just like, oh, I don't, it is, you're going to jinx it. I feel this is not okay. Like, I don't want to feel excited yet. And I'm just like, but... You have to celebrate. You have to give yourself that moment, right? Otherwise, you're just always going to think, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it later. I'll do it yeah, when I make millions. Yeah. I'll do it when this and I'll do it that. And it's like, no. Don't jinx like, it, right? Give yourself mm-hmm. that moment. Let your heart just feel happy about these little, like, strides that you made. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I had something not that long ago that I was excited about and wanted to celebrate and stuff. And I really didn't, you know, um, and uh, and I think I I think maybe part of it was because I was by myself. You know, sometimes it's you want to have that to share with somebody, but sometimes you're gonna be by yourself, and you're gonna have to celebrate it by yourself, right? I, mean, I like, like celebrating by myself. You like celebrating? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I leave like meetings and I think I did a good job, I totally turn on the music really loud and dance with myself in the car. <laughs> I think that's awesome. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think that's really great. Yeah. I probably do it uh, more than I realize. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh. it gets you pumped. It gets you, like, excited about the day. It helps, like, I, I think that that's the thing, is that the more that you act like that, the more that you raise your vibration to be that happy and excited, the more the universe takes notice and it's like, oh, I like this. I'm going to give you more of this, right? <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. That's so nice. Yeah. My emotions are very high this week. So I'm like teary <laughs> about everything. So oh, I love that. Yes. Let's just celebrate and celebrate. And mm-hmm. and, and why not? You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Because I mean, the joy of joy is like, it's one of those beautiful feelings in life. And if you don't let yourself feel all those things, because it's not... It's not a high enough moment for me to feel joy or I don't want to jinx it or I don't know. I just don't feel like it. Like those are the things that your body is going to recognize, I think. Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing, like with our our employees now, I'm constantly like, and I think they're surprised by it from me because I'm typically all business. But every now and again, when we get something done or they did a good job, I'll try to go out of my way to like make a deal out of it, right? Yeah. And and I think that that's important. Like you have to do that in business. You have to also do that with your clients because sometimes at the end of a long project, they're just so relieved that it's over, but they don't ever have that remembrance of let's celebrate. So like mm-hmm. at the end of our shoots, we always call the last shoot the martini and it means that it's the last shoot, but it means celebrate and it means <laughs> cheers and um, we all get super pumped about it because it means it's I was about to say we all get super drunk. Yeah. 
I, I might start bringing actual martinis because it makes me want one every right, time it's I'm said. Sure. But no, like we get pumped, the energy goes up, and that helps us like strike easier, like get rid of the scene yeah. and everything easier. Uh-huh. And then the client's always like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And then they feel the energy and they get excited and they celebrate that it's over because it is a long day. It is. And it is okay to celebrate the fact that it's over. Mm-hmm. And when everyone's energy gets like elevated at the same time because of a stupid martini emoji on our little thing, yes. then that's a big deal. Yes. It makes a difference. And I was thinking when you were talking about it, you know, from a job perspective, I was thinking about it um, also from a brain perspective, like when we talk about, you know, your brain doesn't know the difference uh, between something real and something made up. So mm-hmm. even if you're celebrating like, I got to work today, you know, <laughs> like without being stressed out and road rage or something, I don't know. And like um, your brain's not going to know the difference, uh-huh. right? Like we've talked about that. Yeah. And and so I've always been this type of person. And for a minute there, I thought it was a bad thing. But now I realize that it just elicits this emotion inside of me that is true gratitude and I feel like it's okay and so I'll explain like ever since I was little I would think "Mm, this sucks but what if what if I was not able to walk what if I wasn't able to see what if I wasn't even in college what if I didn't even have a friend you know what I mean and like those um thoughts I always felt were negative but now that I think about it it just truly triggers this true emotion in me like oh wow that would really suck and then I think dang I feel a lot better right yeah and I think it's okay and it's always obviously how you frame things but I think it's important to do that because when we get complacent and we get normalized then we're kind of just like this is the new normal and I don't appreciate it as much as I should yeah I mean and then it turns into cynicism or jadedness or whatever it's called yeah yeah I watched this is totally random but we're sitting here staring at each other so I'm gonna tell you (laughs) um yeah I watched that show the act did you watch it Uh -uh. it's Patricia Arquette and um I can't I can't remember the name of the girl that plays it's the it's the true story of the mom and daughter and the mom had Munchausen by proxy you know and made her daughter sick for years and had her in a wheelchair and all this it was based on Mommy Dead and Dearest the HBO documentary have you not heard about it at all oh it's crazy it's a the documentary mommy dead and dearest is a crazy story the daughter ends up the mom won't let her grow up when she finally is lies about her age to her and everything like they did make a wish they did all the things and she wasn't even sick and um it is a messed up story and anyway though um in the real story well in both the daughter ends up getting a boyfriend they murder her mother oh and i know she's in jail still but she'll probably get oh out pretty God. soon yeah it's nuts and so um anyway though in the act it's on hulu um they did such a good job portraying her as like every little thing that we take for granted was so monumental to her whether it was a bite of a cupcake or whether it was a text message or whether it was just her neighbor coming over and putting eyeshadow on her and like mm-hmm. just that moment. And it made me like really think about just like all these little moments that we take for granted and and are really beautiful. And um, I don't know, it just really touched me. And I think about that a lot. And maybe when I'm feeling like, oh, man, nobody nobody's even texting me today, you know, and like I'll have a day and I didn't get a text or something, you know, and um, and and then I'll I'll think of that 
show and just like her joy at just the smallest thing mm-hmm. and the smallest act of love that someone showed her something. And I was like, you know, those are really beautiful and we're celebrating. That's total aside, but it just came to mind. No, it's totally, it, it makes me feel grateful, even though my, I think my mom's insane that she's not that insane, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least she didn't, uh, yeah, confine you to a wheelchair yeah. and tell you you were allergic to food and put a feeding tube in your stomach. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it could always be worse. Let's be grateful <laughs> for the moment. Because <laughs> joy, there's there's joy to be found right there. Uh-huh. Absolutely, I know. And it's just looking at looking at the cup half full. Period. You know. Yeah, and and also when I was thinking about because I always try to think about what the theme that we're talking about has to do with my business. And I think it really helps me look back at some stuff and try to pick everything apart and find that little theme in it. And so I was thinking about Good, it. Good, that's the idea. Yeah. For sure. And so uh, it was like Facebook on this day. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. that makes me really sad and sometimes it makes me really happy. And sometimes I'm just, oh my God, what was I thinking? But sometimes you're this, like, that was eight years ago. How was that eight years ago? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. cringe, no. cringe, cringe. But um, I was showing Drew a picture of Addie, and I kept scrolling, and it was like two Addie years. was your dog. Yeah, sorry. Doesn't know. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept scrolling a little bit further, and it was like eight years, and it was Velvet Cartel's first logo. And I was just oh. like, oh, the, the my curse of God. Her? Well. Oh, there was an yeah, earlier one. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, Anyways, it looked like we were a chocolatier. Um, <laughs> it was a vampire one at that. I don't know. It was really <laughs> a vampire chocolatier, Amazing. which typically I love those two things. But in this situation, no, not so much. There should be a whole series about a vampire chocolatier, yeah. by the way. <laughs> anyway, just throwing that idea out I would there for be anyone. That. That, me too. All right. So let's. Uh, we're almost out of time. Let's oh. talk about any habits or anything that we're... Um, let's talk about a habit related to joy. I mean, I think we talked about just really looking at the moment, saying at least whatever. Mm -hmm. That's a great practice to get into. Anything else? No. Yeah. And so that was the thing is that when I saw that logo, I was like, no, it's okay. I was like, when I saw that logo, I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But then I was like, but look at how far I've come and look at like, let me find joy in the fact that I don't look like that anymore. So to your, to your point right now, like what can we do? And I think that that's a thing like, look back, like look back at how you used to dress or how you're like weight or skin used to be like just be happy with some of the things that you've made strides in well because it's so hard to see in the short term with just baby steps you know uh-huh. i know it is for me big time so um all right what recommendations do you have this week for shows anything um well i just started reading this book that i really uh like it's <laughs> i don't <laughs> know if i totally believe in everything that he's saying yet but i just started it um, it's lifespan, why we age and why we don't have to. Okay. Um, I really enjoy it just because it goes into big time science because he is a huge scientist, but mm-hmm. it also goes into the history like far, far back. Um, and so I don't know, the older I get, the more interested I am in history cause I freaking hated it when I was younger, but this seems really interesting. So I, I, I think you should probably get this book, if you feel like you want to understand cool. ways to not age and a little bit about human nature over time. I do. All right. Yeah, awesome. All. Thank you. I don't really have any big recommendations. I've been so wrapped up with work this week. I've 
recorded and talked into a microphone so much this week. So, but so. do you feel joyful? <laughs> Very, actually. Yeah. I had a blast. Yeah, Good. it's been great filling in for JB on Austin Three Sixty Radio. So it's been great. I mean, I did manage to listen to Call Her Daddy podcast, but it's about sex. So you know, whatever. That's that's what I listen to. You can find to this a week. lot of joy in that. You know what? You can. <laughs> Those girls are pretty pretty amazing with the stuff that they put out. So that's called Call Her Daddy, and it is not for the faint of heart um, <laughs> at all. So all right, cool. Well, thank you again, Bijou Finney, um, Velvet Cartel. You can follow her on Instagram at Story X Style, Story by Style, or go to velvetcartel.com. Download your awesome free blog resource. Yeah, I'm coming out with a new one soon. Ooh, yeah. Well, how Hello. <laughs> you didn't even tell me that. I'm so excited. Some Great. Works. Ah, good. Well, it takes time. Yeah. That's right. You see how far <laughs> you've come. That's right. Thanks again. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there's a resource roundup of what we covered on my blog at amyedwards.com slash blog and with the full quote from John and what he was referencing. And remember a few things from today. Uh, one of the things John said was, happiness is transient. Joy goes with me everywhere. Happiness is something I get triggered into, externally stimulated, and joy is something that is internal that I consciously cultivate. And another thing that he told us too about the joy practice, he said, create a joy practice, journal and ask yourself every day, where yesterday did I use the obstacles in my life to create joy, to help me grow and evolve? And where did I forget to do it? What do I have in front of me today and how might I use those obstacles and those challenges as a place to grow and evolve? And you can train yourself each time you see an obstacle to get excited about it and practice this. And then we can track and project using our writing to support our growth. And a couple quotes from Bijou that I want to just end with as well today. She said, people are scared to celebrate and give themselves the moment to feel joy. Otherwise, you're always going to think, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it when I make millions. I'll do it when X happens. But no, give yourself that moment. Let your heart feel joy about these little strides that you made. And then she goes on to say, the more you act like that, celebrating the small things and allowing joy, the more you raise your vibration to be that happy and excited. And the more the universe takes notice and wants to give you more of that. Like, hell yes. We can make a practice of joy. We can welcome it, laugh, and embrace the celebration. And I know that I am already looking at finding ways to celebrate more with clients and in all different ways. And I love that. So thank you so much to everyone today. To our guest, John Dalworth. Remember, he's at johndalworth.com and you can follow his awesome posts on Facebook. Um, thank you, Jill. And thank you, Bijou. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me, I would love to hear from you. So write to me, amy at amyedwards.com. And don't forget, please rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. Share it with a friend. All that good stuff matters, really. And you can always connect with me on Instagram too. To at Real Amy Edwards. Uh, the Rock Your Life newsletter is coming soon. Sign up on the blog at amyedwards.com slash blog. And of course, I want to hear your feedback. And remember, just like everything else, it's all a practice. This has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Thank you so much for listening. Peace and love, y'all. Till next time. <laughs>